Welcome to Our Frequencies, a podcast that explores fitness, health, and wellness with a modern approach to mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. All of this comes from a place of love and passion. My name is Ophi, and I will be your friendly neighborhood podcast host. So if you're all for it, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, it is me again. My name is Ophi and welcome back to this episode of O Frequencies. I am absolutely loving all of your responses to the podcast. To everyone who's taken the time to give my podcast a five-star rating, send me their feedback, ask me questions, and overall just tell me they're enjoying the episodes. I love you guys. It fills me up knowing that what I'm doing here is helping you in some way, shape, or form. So thank you so much. So I'm going to jump right into today's episode. So a few of you have said that the quality of the last episode sounded a lot better. Uh, So let me set the scene for you. I am once again sitting in the wardrobe because it sounds better. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm committed to this cause. If it sounds better and I need to sit in a wardrobe for it, that's fine. So jumping into today's episode, I'm going to be elaborating on a caption I wrote and posted on Instagram recently about one of my favorite questions that I've received. And that's how do you know what you want in life and how do you find your purpose or define your goals? I honestly sat on this question for a little bit because I realized that there's not one universal answer. Everyone is different and on their own unique journeys, so it would make sense that what works for one person may not work for the other, right? But there is one thing that I can say. Everything we want in life surrounds the emotion behind achieving the goal. Yes, getting that amazing job or buying that amazing car or getting the amazing abs is awesome and amazing. But it's only awesome because we feel proud. We feel a level of importance and perhaps respect and it boosts our self-esteem. There's a pretty blatant yet unspoken hierarchy system in society where the most of us just feel like peasants while we look up to others who are killing it in life. You know, they have the dream home, they have the dream car, a dream family, a dream job, dream body. And this even applies for social media where you look at someone, they have 100k followers and few thousand likes and hundreds of comments on every image. But who decided that this was the standard that we are striving for? This perceived success is subjective. Not everyone defines success in the same way you might. But I feel like some of us have been funneled into thinking that we need to be like them if we want to be happy. So the most valuable thing you can do for yourself is stop looking externally for what success should look like and start to identify the feelings that you enjoy the most in life. What triggers these feelings? What are the sources of these feelings? Is it the feeling after you finish a workout? Or is it the feeling you get when you're helping people? Is it the feeling that you get when you get lost in a great book? Is it the feeling you get when you're surrounded by your friends and family? Whatever it is, find that feeling. And when you do, ask yourself, 
why it is that you want to chase this feeling. Because I've taken one step towards bettering my health today. Because it fills me up when I can help people. Because reading transports me to my own world. Because my friends and family inspire me and fill me up. And when you have an answer to why, ask yourself why again. So why does taking steps towards bettering your health make you feel good? Because when I improve my health, I feel more confident. Ask why again. Why do you feel more confident when you improve your health? Because I took responsibility for my own well-being and look and feel great as a result. Ask why one more time. Why does taking responsibility make you look and feel great? Because I get to own my journey. And when I improve internally, I feel that I improve externally too. Do this five times. It's called the five whys. Don't ask me why. (laughs) When you find the five whys, don't stop chasing these. You will find that these feelings will begin to come very naturally to you and bring you much more clarity because you will be constantly trying to do the things that trigger this feeling, constantly surrounding yourself with the source of this feeling and understanding why it makes you feel the way that you do. The more you do this, the more you will begin to see what your purpose is and what your goals are, and they may morph over time, but stay true to what brings you joy and what makes you feel proud, because what matters most is that you brought yourself here and no one else. And of course, here's when my caption ends, because there's not enough room for me to say any more. Well, buckle up, because this is going to get a little deep. Here's an exercise I'd love for you to do with me. I've taken some inspiration from an article by Arthur C. Brooks and I'll put it down in the show notes if you're interested in reading it. But I've put my own little twist on it. First, I'd like you to picture in your mind the closest people in your life. Could be your parents, your partner, your best friends, your sister, your brother, anyone. But these people are those that you truly connect with the most. Think of who they are and say their names in your mind. Just for a few moments, picture the moments that you've spent together. These don't have to be happy moments. They could be tough times. They could be challenging times. But importantly, picture the moments that stood out to you most in your relationships with them. So this is going to get confronting. So if you're not about this kind of self-exploration, I would highly encourage you to be open-minded about this, but um, be prepared because it is kind of confronting. Picture this. You draw your last breath on earth tonight. You close your eyes and you feel your body's weight sink into the ground. You do not open your eyes again. You do not wake up to see tomorrow. You do not get to see tomorrow's sun, moon or stars. What kind of husband, wife, child or parent would you say you were? What kind of friend and colleague would you say you were? What would you like to have accomplished in your life? What is the legacy you would like to leave behind? How would you like to be remembered? I want you to take a few moments to really think about that 
and write down or repeat in your mind how you would have liked to live and what you would have done. Consider whether this would be any different to how you're currently living your life. And if it is different, why? Are there any changes you could make right now to shift this reality toward one that you desire? To be completely honest with you all, the first time I tried this exercise was the first and last time that I did it. I found it extremely confronting and I was pretty shocked at the way that I visioned what I wanted my life to be like and how I was living my life. I pretty much answered all of those questions with everyone around me would have thought that I was miserable and that I didn't do anything about it. All I did was whine, whinge and complain. I brought negativity to all all those closest to me and became an anchor that held everyone, especially myself, back. After I did this exercise and came to this realization, oh gosh, it was it was emotional. It took me a few days to gather my thoughts, a lot of writing, a lot of reflecting, but I finally took some action to make the changes that I wanted to see in my life. Would you believe me if I told you that this took place less than a year ago? Not everything is always as it seems, and it feels like a lot of us are trying to put on a stronger front than we truly have. But going through this exercise helps us to identify exactly how we'd love to be remembered if we were to pass today, and you never know what's going to happen. Knowing how we'd like to be remembered will help us guide and inform our purpose and direction in life. Look, if you've made it this far into the podcast, I well and truly am grateful. So I'm going to share my vulnerable thoughts and reflections when I did this exercise from last year. I'm certainly not all too comfortable about sharing this, but I thought it might be insightful for those who haven't done this before and would like to know what kind of feelings may come from it. So I told myself that the life that I wanted to live and the way that I wanted to be remembered by was this extremely no-filter enthusiastic, positive, optimistic and energetic person that people could look up to and be inspired by and be motivated by. I have a huge and genuine passion for helping people and I wanted to make an impact through my own message and my own hard work, not through a political corporate ladder or through a person who doesn't even believe in my values. At my funeral, I wanted everyone and everything to be decorated in all sorts of different bright colours because I would have liked to be the person that brought colour into people's lives and wanted to be remembered that way. I would have liked to have my funeral be a celebration for the life that I led, the message that I delivered and the impact that I created. And I most definitely would have wanted people to be so inspired that they would continue my legacy even after my death. Freaking help. Even even now, I get choked up talking about this, but it's so powerful to know what it is that you want in life and when you imagine what it's going to be like if you pass today tomorrow like you only have one life so if you're going to regret any minute of that you need to change that right now because you have the ability to 
You well and truly do. If you really want to see change in your life, be the change that you wish to see. I'm definitely not trying to lecture you or tell you how you should live your life, but if the life that you would like to be remembered by is different to the life that you will likely be remembered by, then get off your ass and do something about it. (sighs) Okay, well, that was pretty heavy. I did not expect to feel like this after recording the podcast. So I'm going to wrap this up and leave you here. I hope you enjoyed the exercise. I hope that you take some time to think about the questions that we posed and if they help you in any way or trigger any thoughts or provoke any emotions or you just like to tell me your feedback or what your thoughts were, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Ho or leave an iTunes review. Woo! I'm on iTunes now. Very exciting. So I'd really appreciate that. If you like it, leave me a five-star review and I will speak to you no doubt shortly. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you left a review. If you're looking for more great vibrations and high frequencies, come and find me on Instagram at Ho. We have an amazingly supportive community there, so I'd love it if you could join us. Sending you lots of love, and I'll see you next time.